This is the Facts and Feelings Happy Hour, hosted by your funny cousin, Michi Davis, and your smart cousin, Fire Angela. Sip something, learn something, and prepare to laugh so hard you be just a little bit. Behind your little feelings, it might not be absolutely nothing at the end of your little feelings, but behind every principle is a promise. Um, welcome back, y'all. It's been a little minute. I miss y'all. My forehead giving shiny. Thanks, so. Um, we back. It's the facts and feelings. Happy hour. I am your host, Big Meech, the one, the only, not the little one, the big one. And I am joined by my beautiful, amazing co-host. Tell them about yourself. Not beautiful like the AI photos. Listen, um, listen. <laughs> those are my beautiful. <laughs> I am Fire Angelou. Happy to be here. Happy to be in a building. What you sipping on over there, friend? What you got to give cook? You know what? I ain't even gave this a name. I'm going to call it a... Ooh, that's pretty. Uh, it's a cherry bourbon smash or cherry bourbon spritzer. Give me a name for it. How witty are you? Come on, off the day. It's cher cherry bourbon. It's, 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 cher it's cherry and bourbon. That's what you need. Yeah, let's call it not an old fashioned, but a new fashion. You like it? I can roll with it. Okay. You can call it a new fashion. Yeah. I'm going to close my door. That looks tasty, though. New fashion is very tasty. I do little things like that. You know, little razzle dazzle. I was down there had some cherries, muddled them things up. Ooh. One thing I can make me is a cocktail. No, the people, I said, one thing I can make me is a cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Some cherries down there. I muddled them things up. Put a little, you gotta, uh, a little honey on there. I got a and pestle. Yeah, I but you don't do it. that for drinks. You just do the, the pestle for the drinks. You don't need the, you don't need the um, water. What you? I'm not making guacamole. You just do it inside the glass real quick. Bah, 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 oh, bah, bah. but what if you break the glass? Well, you can do it inside your thing too, but you don't do it. I'm not really, you know what I mean? It's just, uh -uh. it's rubber at the bottom. You just kind of muddle them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the mortar pestle, you're not really muddling, you're grinding. I'm not mm -hmm. grinding. It's just a little muddle, a little drizzle of honey on there, a little bourbon. Uh -huh. Pop that thing in there, you know what I mean? Spritz it up. Mm, all right. A little mint. Right. Smack that mint like. Anyway, yeah. There's a drink called a something Jubilee. Um, and that kind of yeah, reminds me of it that. Does. Mint Jubilee. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. Something else. Anyway. It might be a little razzle dazzle on it. Okay. Um, you ain't completely me, random. Cook. You know what I just thought of? Completely nope. random. Hold the line. Nope. Cherry. Thought of cherry. And I did like that. And I was like, pop. And I thought of like pop cherries. Would you ever have sex with a virgin? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. It's that, that my mental map. Y'all, that's called mental mapping. And that's how mine works. So that random. Was like hopscotch. That was hopscotch. A little ADD for you. It's okay. Go ahead. You would, I have had, would I ever have sex with a female virgin? Have you? And pop her cherry. I'm not really saying to do all that. I don't know if you, if you I would, but that came to mind. So, would you have sex with it? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> would am you? I, am I I'm asking you a question different than you intended? No, 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 no. Would you have sex with a virgin? I mean, you don't. I guess I don't know if that's considered popping cherries or not. Like, I'm not ask, actually like. There's an actual act of popping cherry. I'm not saying. I'm In just saying theory. Would you a virgin. It's yeah, theory. the hymen is made up. So it is. I get that. But, I get that. Uh, <laughs> I really don't know how to respond to this question. This is taking me aback. Would I have sex with a female virgin? I guess it depends on what kind of sex. 
Oh my God. The answer is fucking no. Why? Everybody deserves to be fucked. That's fine. Not by me. Are you nuts? Yeah. The, 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 the why to that is the same reason you can't be an astronaut, bitch. Because you're not qualified. You have to know what you're doing. to recover. This not just like on the job training. This ride, this ride requires, yeah, prerequisites. Like this ain't a one-on-one course. You need to know what the fuck you're doing over here. Don't come over here to learn. Like this ain't this kind of job where it's just like, it's a warehouse job. Anybody can start. This is like astronaut, astrophysics. This is, what? Like this is like a pilot. Like you just can come here and be like, y'all. Hiring virgins? No, baby. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're going to have to ride a couple other rides. You're going to have to guess you got to come come on over there first. Bitch. Well, what you don't understand. Nay, nigga either. What you're not understanding about me, and I, I, I'm so disappointed, is that I'm an educator. Okay? Yeah, I get it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm in, not. E- in every aspect of life. So, I mean, but I guess right well, now. Well, I, I am. Have... I, I, I am to a degree. No, you're yeah. not. Not, mm-hmm. not this disposition you don't offer me. Yeah, it is. That, 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 uh-uh. Because guess what? That's almost just like you're an educator. And that, that's what I'm saying. That's how you know you're an educator by nature. I'm an educator quite literally at like a university. Like, don't come in here talking about how you doing. I used to go to uh, tech. <laughs> and I said, you, you, they say you teach. Get out of my fucking class. Wow. I'm that kind. I'm talking about pipe. Blazer, ass scotch. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to this. I'm talking about first year Harvard. Get in here and get the fuck gone. Yeah, 10 minutes. Just prove to me you know what you're doing so you can stay in this class. If not, get your ass out of here. Well, it's liability. So, a few things. <laughs> if you'll allow me, the, the, okay, the latitude. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Um, so, in this context, I have a lot of questions. Like, why is there a woman that is 37 that is a virgin? She has not been penetrated um, in that way. Now, if she's a lesbian virgin, uh, meaning that she just hasn't engaged with a woman in the first time, but if she's like never had any sex, any penetrative sex at all, what's stopping me from doing is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I know that's bad to say, but I'm like, why haven't you had this experience already? And then I'm thinking about the pressure uh, of all the buildup that this person has 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 had in their life, like they just haven't done it, so now I'm the first one. And obviously, she's wanted to fuck before, and she's never done it, and now she's coming to me. So there's just years and years of pressure that she's putting on me in this situation. And I'm thinking, okay, I am not concerned about like, oh, you don't know what you're doing or whatever, whatever. I'm just thinking, societally, socially, what has happened in your life to where you are any kind of virgin at the age of 37. That's what I'm thinking about. Because I know there's some other shit that come along with that. Now, the mm-hmm. other side of this, I have grace because I remember I, I came to this LGBTQ rainbow party late. And um, there was one girl who was feeling me. I was feeling her. Or maybe she was feeling me. She was a fucked up person. Maybe still is. I don't know her life. But either way, she was like, yeah, I'm not going to be your first. And I was like, okay, well, what the fuck? How am I supposed to have a first? If all of these lesbians like, nah, get your first experience first, then come to me. Oh yeah, you got some vested interests. And so it's like, just just tell me that you don't know how to give instructions. You know what I mean? Or just tell me you don't like me and, and let me know. And then the first person that let me have uh, the intercourse with them, uh, we did that. And, uh, you know, things happen. And so I just, you know, it's just layers. It's just layers. 
and you're like, hell no. Now, um, well, I, again, I'm even more apprehensive and this is sexist. It's sexist of me to say, but I'm even more apprehensive about a man who's never fucked before at the age of 37, mid to late thirties, even because what's going on? Like, have you been deeply immersed in the church and even the people in the church I, I think people in the church be fucking don't nobody care about that pious bullshit no more I, maybe they do it's just outside of my understanding but either way yeah it's a no for you all around I'm talking about all the way around and then around in the other direction you know how to be having that little uh thing going like no it's just a big ass no it's just a big okay. ass no. Well, when they doing the yeah, just physiology and anatomy that that ball be moving. No. Like, no I just remember it just ball. being so annoyed. Like, how am I gonna get to fucking if nobody will allow me to fuck them? Like how? I guess my thing is it's it's quite lit and it, you know, so so how you feel like, oh, it could be sexist or whatever. It could definitely be pompous of me, but almost just like, oh God. And I can be. Most certainly is. Most certainly pompous. Like, how did you arm? How did you arrive here? Because I'm. This is my curious arm. How did you arrive here? That's probably literally almost like being like, it's my first fight, so they're matching me up with Mike Tyson. What get your ass out this fucking ring? So you okay? Okay. See now you're telling a lot about your fucking because you don't see it as an equal exchange. You're like, I'm big boss Meech and I'm fucking you. And it's well, like- not even that, but like, I didn't come here to be, you may not, but you're most certainly not fucking me. If it's your first time, now I got to lay down. You know how many state, first of all, for, for let's go to a guy. For good sex from a guy, do you know how many stages of sex he has to go through in life? Like you got to get through that power stage of feeling like all girls just want to be. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Then you got to get to the stage of actually knowing what a vagina is because it takes a while <laughs> to learn one. Because they don't, they just think I don't know. You all you're watching them little on the street questions and they be having the pictures of the diagram. What is this? And they be like, uh, where does the tampon go? Uh, <laughs> I need, I need you. That's so much. And then, so quite literally. I'm teaching, so it's not that pleasurable for me. And then maybe this big age, you've been watching so much porn. Yeah. yeah like you've been problem. consumed with porn. That's such a problem. Yeah. I just, I don't want it. I don't want it. And yeah. then, ma'am, please beat it. I don't have time for that drama. Girl. <laughs> the drama like girl, she's going to be, be she's going to be attached to you. You know the rules. You know, girl, go ahead. Stop calling myself. <laughs> Mm-mm. I don't need that kind of levels. I just, I wouldn't. Mm-mm. All right. Well, back. We asked me what's in my cup so we can get back on track. Go back. What's in your cup? Because the people are tired of us talking for two hours. Um, okay. In my cup, what? Well, what it was, I made up a name and it's called Thunder and Lightning. Ooh, and, I like that. Let me see it. Well, nope. Can't see it now because. Come on. Was, I know you drunk it down. I mean, it let me look- see it. There we go. Uh oh. Fighting with the green screen. Bam. Okay, no, it's invisible completely. <laughs> like, there you go. It was right, right. Go up. It was right there. It hold it a little low. That little low. That right there, right there. Hold it. Look like matcha. Is it matcha in there? No, I don't like that shit. See, it was yellow with uh blue coming down. Ah, then again, it, it, it turned green on you because it blue and yellow you. make green. You see what I'm saying? But um anyway, this is uh nephew and Ray Rum. With a splash of pina colada. You back um, on that. Let me tell you something, baby. No, no, no. Nephew and Ray rum is cool. I was thinking gin. Do they make no. a gin? No. Okay. Mm-mm. Let me 
the gin. The, the, basically, the overproof, the overproof rum. Um, gotcha. And then I was just inspired by all of the thunderstorms and extremely hot weather that we've been having. So I had to go with a frozen drink uh, uh, to cool off because I am hot even in this moment. I'm not sure. I told my niece this and I was talking to Tamika. I'm not sure, but I might be in some perimenopause because oh, I no. am hot as the fuck. I am sweating right now. Mm. I done turned the AC down mm-hmm. and it's like, I can't cool off. And so I, I literally want to be like, whoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see you blue there at the bottom. I see that. See, I see that. I see what you, you did. Right I see there. what you did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah. That, that's what I got in my cup. That's you what be I got flashing? I mean, I'm, it just, it feels like it just started this weekend, but it's also not a good time to tell because it is so hot all yeah. over the world. Like the it hottest is. days in recorded history. Yeah, it's, you know, I feel like we're taking that so like leisurely. Like, Why, like, like we should be History alarmed. is a thing. Like, it's like, uh-oh, we getting a little hellish. <laughs> How long, did, I mean, we've been having the almanacs for a while. For a while. A, a while. long time. And the longest that we've had them we are in the hottest days. Are we in hell? It's this so, hell. If, I mean, it's this hell. Given the descriptions and everything else going on, it's hellish. Right. It's like we need to be picking it up. So I, I don't know. It ain't nowhere. Personal... I can tell you right now. I had imagined because I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like I know what heaven is supposed to be, and I heard it's lit. But I'm just like they say hell might be litter and i'm I mean, just like if this is hell this ain't fun i'm i got to make sure i change some shit i'm going i got to go the other way because this hell is, is not quite literally lit you know what i mean yeah it's like ooh, uh, on fire hold on i lost you a little bit say something now something, something now. all right here we go boom bye bye all right so what we do in this episode we in this uh our special episode you know what yeah we are we are. We in a special time. We got to do a big wrap up, a big catch all stuff that's just been happening over the month, especially since we missed y'all a couple, a couple of episodes. We have things going on. Um, so we got to do a catch all. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to still throw out some stuff, facts here and there, but this is about to be a rundown catch all. So hang with us while we hit the topics of everything that's going down. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. What's the first one we got up? First one up, we have AI. Madness and TikTok madness. Okay. So the AI part, <clears throat> I think for the people that listen, which is the bulk of the people, I don't know how we're gonna do this for them. Oh. We're gonna have to put up a long reel because I need do I need to turn we'll get them the reel. We'll get them okay. the reel. Because uh y'all gonna get this sample. So the your listeners, obviously, if you on watch us on the YouTube, you'll be right able there. to see and your microphone stay right there. All right. So the people that watch us on the YouTube, you'll be able to see. Um, but if you are a listener. <laughs> on apple or wherever you podcast uh catch us on our instagram we're gonna drop a reel for this ai weirdness all right so we're gonna kick it off by talking about tiktok weirdness mm-hmm. and ai weirdness so i'll kick us off with the tiktok first so i don't know if you've seen or not but there is a new trend so tiktok has a has a trend of all its own it's a whole side of it but the asmr i know you hate it mm-hmm. and i do like asmr be watching it and so they've now evolved into these robotic, they're real people, like actual people. One girl is making $2,000 a night by holding a flat iron with a popcorn kernel yeah, yeah. inside yeah. of it. Yeah. And making these robotic glitchy movements and statements. I, for one, have decided because I let the AR, I let the, uh, 
the uh, ASMR movement, I let it get by me. I said, you know what? I'm going to stick, you know, because I do my thing, Mm -hmm. stick to my comedy, stick to my videos. But I'm not missing out on this robot. I'm doing this shit in the middle of the night. So if you get on TikTok and you see me up there like, uh, 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 hello, hello, (laughs) it is Meech. I am Meech. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for for joining. joining. I'm doing (laughs) Look this, uh, I'm glitching, and I'm on that bitch makes two thousand. That lady makes two thousand dollars a night. The little, uh, a night. She's, she's Asian, the East Asian girl. She black. Oh, okay. Well, I let me tell you something. Well, no. So wait, no, 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 no. I think the original, yeah, the East Asian girl, uh, it was the one who started it, and mm-hmm. she makes that. She been, and I saw her. I saw her, and it is weird because I can't even hold you. Like I didn't stop. Like what the hell is this? And I didn't watch it, obviously, for an extended period of time. And I was just like, everybody just going to sit here. Because I was just literally blown by the amount of people that was in there. It was like hundreds of thousand people watching her pop that popcorn between that current. And I said, oh, baby. So yeah. it's picking up. And that's fine. I'm going to pick right on up with it. I'm not letting this pass. It's a thousand ASMR. At first, it was like five people that was like consistently doing ASMR on TikTok, making money. Now, it's like so many. Baby, I'm getting on this wave. You hear me? You're I, 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 thank you. Baby, I'm being like a GTA. I don't even know how to do it, but I know how to do Grand Theft Auto. You know what? I've I've seen those. I've seen, so, okay. Listen. The first time I saw the popcorn shit, I was like, what is this? And, and so the per, I mean, the person I saw was definitely East Asian and they didn't even take any care to like moisturize the two fingers they were using the pink. I'm up. crying. So, like, let me just now she was ashy. Let me literally just walk y'all through what is happening because somebody, you know, there are people who are, you know, are in our demo who are like, I don't date TikTok. So let me just tell you. Literally, they pick up a kernel of popcorn. There's a bunch of other burnt kernels around them. And it's zoomed in. They pick up a kernel, what I saw, and they put that popcorn kernel between literally a hair flat iron and they're holding it there. And it's like the anticipation of, is it going to pop or is it just going to slightly crack and burn? And I was like, why are people watching this? And then I'm looking at the comments and people are sending hearts and roses and all those things equate equate to money. And so I'm like, what is happening? And so I'm sitting there watching now. I'm like, is it going to pop? Is is it is it going to pop? Oh, it didn't pop. And I've, I've watched at least five kernels. And you know You're how wild. long they take. And I was You're like, wild. yo, this is crazy. And now I have not seen the girl doing the glitching, but I have seen the people do the GTA, like Grand Theft Auto running yeah. thing. And I cannot tell if they are humans or if it's a computer. Hey, I seen the dude doing it and he's so good. So it's almost like a mix between that. She's holding the kernel. And I think it's like what they're imitating is, you, you know, you, um, you used to play video games. And then you get to the mission person and it'd be like, click on this person and ask yeah. them. That's yep. what they're imitated. And it's just like, hi, thank you for mm-hmm. man, listen. I'm yeah. getting on it. I can't wait. I am Michi. Thank you for being my fur friend. Bitch. What I thought you were getting at, and then I want to talk about like where you think we're going with this as a society. But when you start talking about TikTok madness, it's like what I have now is all over. And I put it on my Instagram and people are like, why did I watch this? Because it's it's captivating for some reason, uh, but the bottle rolling, the rolling, the glass bottles oh, yeah, down the stairs, it. and it's like I'm like, is it gonna break? Oh, it broke. Oh, We're man, all done. The up. simplicity. It's if, if let me tell you something. If that if that the logic or the conspiracy theory or the actual facts, because it is factual, 
that China is feeding us the bullshit version of TikTok that they know will keep us stuck for hours. Maybe it's working. And it's the same reason. It has something to do with your psyche because ASMR wasn't a new thing. Like we saw that obviously when that lady started eating crab legs and in the mic. But if you think about it, well, I don't know for anybody else, but I've always been a person that like, I have a weird thing about like being told secrets, like someone whispering for a long period of time in my ear. I've always been like, yeah. And it's so funny because it's the same thing. So imagine somebody being like, like kids used to come up and be like, girl, that bitch over there. Mm -hmm. I used to be like, yeah, I can only take so much of that. For so long I'm like, okay, tell me ready. <laughs> and so that's the same thing. Like it's the same thing. Somebody used to be like, boy, I fall asleep. Like, bitch, how long your secret gonna be? Goddamn. <laughs> But it has something to do with stimulation of your psyche and watching them bottles, especially when you tie it to something else. We tie it to the Zodiac, which, you know, like, ooh, I hope when he play Leo, it better it better bust at the bottom step because I'm strong as fuck. Oh, and, my God. But I think, I mean, from, so <laughs> with the ASMR, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm dying with this <laughs> talk to be regular. But uh, it is like, I think it is tied to sensory deprivation. And I think because we are all so caught up in this world of being on our phones and being screened in, it's like it the shit that first got me and I was like, yo, but also I'm not 100% convinced I'm not autistic. But anyway, the first thing that got me was that soap cutting. The soap cutting. Oh, that soap cutting. And then they that shit had that me in a chokehold. And the little cubes. And then also the, that powder breaking shit. And I'd be like, ooh, ooh. And they make that weird that I don't Crunch. like. Yeah, well, when it breaks, but when they first pick it up and you hear their hands against it, and I'm like, ooh, I don't like that. Then they crack it. I'm like, ooh, that's nice right there. And I was like, okay. So I know. Yeah, Asperger's. I like, but, well, Asperger's don't exist no more. But anyway, I do have the sensory stuff. I do not like when mattresses and, and blankets get pilly, those little balls on them. Throw them away. I can't. I can't do it. I don't see how people have comforters and blankets that have those. Yeah, little balls. there's a thing for that though, like a shaver. Yeah, but it depends on the type. Like if it's a blanket that has it, but if your comforter gets it, you if you shave it, you can rip the fabric. It depends on how. This soft is true. It. So right. it's like I don't like that shit. But um, that glass bottle breaking, uh, I didn't. I cannot get into the the mukbang or whatever. And I literally for the longest time thought that lady eating crab legs very sloppily was Tokyo Tony. And I thought they were the same person. <laughs> and it was not until I'm literally very recently. I mean, like last weekend, uh, two you weeks ago. You Tony this whole time, but everything she got going on. Say it ain't the same together. aesthetic. Teeth spread, too many gaps between the teeth, and just loud. Well, she was, I'm going to eat this. And then she's sopping that shit up. And I was like, oh, yeah, look at Tokyo. And then they had the biggest shrimp. I was like, damn. And it's so funny because, like you said, it's different. Stuff for different people. My sister hates mouth noise of any kind. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you're in a microphone doing too many plosives and, and mouth, mm -hmm. and it's just like, it's different. And some people, it's just like, oh, I love this. My favorite kind. And it's just no. like, it's weird. Listen. I think it's it's a sad place that we're going. It makes me, it really reminds me of like those uh, alt-future shows, Black Mirror, yeah. Her, the movie Her by Spike Jones, and a bunch of others like that we stuck really there. Trust me, it's going to be places you can go. Yep. To plug yourself in and sit there. Yeah. Uh, the same way you can go play video games in places and people just sit inside them gaming halls mm -hmm. for hours and hours and days. Or and the days. same way people just sit and watch TikToks for hours. It's this like that. I've had to create some separation because I'm like, 
This, yeah, hey, nah. this going too far. In a minute, it's, it's, it's weird, real fast. Especially now, now when it's becoming a thing of like they're putting value on it. Like if you making money being able to do this, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Like it's wild. That's yeah. when that's when it gets dangerous. But All anyway, right. that's a so TikTok weirdness. Okay, so get into it. What we got up next? What's what else is happening in the world? Up next. You say we got birth control. Let's talk about it. That's on you. Let's get it. Okay. So I don't know if you've seen, but recently they have made like over-the-counter birth control. And I'm like, that's super dope. And then I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about um the idea of do you need ID for it? And I was like, huh. But you don't need ID to buy condoms and things like that. And so it's like, I guess you should need an ID for it. But I still felt like, you know, like plan B, I don't think you, you can't just get it off the shelf. It's available over the counter, but you got to get it from the pharmacist. You do. Over the pharmacist counter. <laughs> but this, I guess, will be the same way or whatever. But I was like, huh. And then it made me think about all the different types of birth control that I have been on in my life. And one in particular had me really fucked up and my friends were just texting about different types of birth control that they're on mm-hmm. so now that we're in the future i have been fucking with women so i haven't needed to do it but i know people get that one in their arm right and i think that was causing some issues then you can get what's the one that goes inside you right in your cervix right yeah what's that called a iud iud mm-hmm. then you got the pills that you take every day right you get so, a shot right and, and the shot do they still do the shot yeah so the shot is what had me fucked up. Yeah. The shot is what totally had me fucked up. But I was started, and I always was concerned about this, but I was started on birth control when I was, like, what, right after my period had started or something. Like, I had mm-hmm. I had acne, and then also uh, my cramps were just really, really bad, like mm-hmm. blood clots and stuff like that. And the doctors were like, without hesitation, we need to put you on birth control. And I was like, right. whoa, whoa, whoa. And then it was like, and so sometimes when you're on birth control, you may not have a period. And I'm like, so where is that where where right. is it going like what's happening they're oh, like wait. it's totally fine it's just a low dose hormone and it's totally fine and now when i think about myself and a lot of my friends to have like uh over over like cysts and their ovaries yeah. or fibroids or like struggle with fertility or like low egg count i'm like maybe and again mm-hmm. i'm not right for a long time or started on it too soon yeah. like one year into my period i'm on birth control now and i'm like so where does the egg go nope the egg doesn't come down so okay what is going to happen later so causing problems right but the one that had me fucked up and i had to was depo the depo yep. shot mm-hmm. that shit had me a lot of people their issues were like it made and them still do it really yep so at the time when i was on depo i also had a lot of hair breakage and I had locks at the time and I had went to a loctician and she was like you know like because my hair was breaking out right here in the middle and I was like well, I don't know why this is happening she was like well maybe you're stressed out and I was like yeah I am on birth control and she asked which one and she had told me that depo the depo prevero shot was originally intended for pedophiles and um sexual deviants in prison to suppress their sexual appetite Wow. Uh, and then they realized that it can help, you know, th- slow down these different hormones in women and stuff like that. And she's like, you got to get off that shit. But literally when I would take that depo shot, I would cry at the every, every day at the same time, every evening without fail, I would just wow. feel a sudden cry come upon me. And this girl just said on the podcast I listened to, 
that when she was on birth control, she was having like suicidal thoughts. And I was like, wow, why are we doing this? So I wanted to ask, have you ever been on birth control? And what was your experience? No, never. Mm -mm. I took it. Well, yeah. Um, There was a time, same thing, same scenario, but I was much older. I was like uh, deep into college, my junior year in college. And I started the cramping like real bad. Mm -hmm. And so I went and was like, hey, you need to get on birth control. But I kind of have always been like a little bit privy Mm -hmm. to like the problems it might cause, you know, later down the line. So I kind of just, you know, refrain from it. And I think I took a pill for like maybe six months Mm. and then didn't do it anymore. I'm also terrible. That would have been like, if I were going to consistently be on birth control, the pill wouldn't be it for me. I'm terrible remembering shit. Exactly. I couldn't remember to take the pill for nothing. And that's why Depo was a better option for me until I learned what it was about, like the hair breakage. uh, And I saw the results of that. I have friends on Depo, people like, you know, gain weight with the shots. I was like, damn, I don't want to do that. Right. And then, um, you know, the IUD, I just couldn't really... At the time, you know, I was younger. I was like, I don't know if I want something in me that long. Like, am I going to be able to feel it? You know, right. that whole thing. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I'm blessed enough. And yeah, I, I stayed off that cricket, that cricket. Well, I say everyone, I think it is a good thing because I have always thought it was really unfair that men are the only ones that can have something easily accessible to prevent like babies from coming into the world. And so, having birth control where you don't have to go to your doctor or even a clinic or anything like that, or totally rely on the morning after pill and plan B and all that stuff. I don't know if I'm answering. What's the question? What's the question to get that? What'd you say? We use the condom, lady condom. No, no, never use the lady condom. You lying. You talking about the little sheet of plastic that you yeah. lay over the vagina? No, that's dental damn bitch. Oh, what you I'm talking, talking about? That they got them. They got like girl. Oh, it go in your tube. It like it go up your vagina. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, like I just that's not, that's not the diva diva cup for you, period. But I forgot. What yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't like that either. I tried yeah. that shit and I was like, uh, yeah, it's a little uncomfortable. No, but um, the female kind of no. When I was fucking with dental damn. No. <laughs> Yo, listen, I know somebody. You know somebody? Listen, this is the dim damn right here. Maybe like, bitch, I'm about to get out of here. You never fucking, you're never, you're never, you're never ever going to be eating my cat through saran wrap. You're just not going to be doing it. I'm all right. (laughs) That shit is ridiculous. No, but I, you know, when I was fucking with men, I was in committed relationships now. So, you know, like the bras have a chance to go meet the meat, meet the meat, you know. So that's kind of. We'll keep that open. Uh, (laughs) Next up, I'm going to uh, tackle Kiki. Do you Mm. love me? Mm. Are you riding? We're going to stay on this quick and we're going to leave off of it because it's it's said and done. Obviously, Kiki had her time at the Usher concert. Usher came up, did his little thing, serenaded, turned around, looked at that ass. It was like, sheesh. Thought of you immediately because I know that that's your, you know, your old lady. That's it. Your baby mama, if you had your, if you had your pickings. And uh, uh, Ladarius got on the internet and was very upset. People was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the women, he needs to stay on off Kiki's Wi-Fi that she is paying for. And they was going in on him. And then the niggas was like, man, niggas can't say nothing no more, man. If he ain't like it, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> 
And so uh, your thoughts first. I, and when I first saw the comment, I thought it was a joke because I thought you, you no one, right. no one's thinking this for real. And then I was listening. I just like sort of paying attention to the discourse. And one person said something I thought would be perfect. Darius, if you had that thought, put it in your group text, right? You didn't have to go on social. You know who your baby mama is. You know who your girlfriend is, like to us. So you know you say something like that. And you know everybody that's been serenaded and grinded on by Usher, it goes straight to the shade room, straight to Hollywood Unlocked and all that shit. You should have just text your friend group. Now, we could go into the question of why the fuck you got that thought process? What what you know, what behaviors are acceptable for mothers and what aren't? And did you have those expectations before? But either way, because we know sexism and patriarchy exist, so I know men think that way. No read the room and put read that in your group text. That's that's, that's my that's what I got. That's what I got. That's it. That's all I have. I feel like he got ate up and tore up on the internet feeling how he feel. And I feel like feelings are a thing. Jealousy is a thing. Runus is a thing. They're entertainers. They did their job of putting on the show and it might've made you feel a way and that's okay. Your job is for Kiki to come on and you to say, oh, bitch, you went far mm-hmm. at the Usher show. One, I ain't like the shit you had on. And two, you really let this nigga turn around, spin you around, doing all that. Whatever your feelings were, it was for when she walked in the door. Because you're entitled to them. Nobody's going to tell you. I mean, you let the internet be able to tell you how you can feel because you chose to put it out there. But your feelings can be valid. You can feel a way about being like, damn, like I wish she wouldn't have wore that. I wish she wouldn't have wore that. And I wish that now you're home, I want to knock your head between the washer and dryer. That's just that. Okay, Should you so- do that? No. But, <laughs> but if you yeah. felt like that, save it. I don't even think he should probably put it to the group chat because that creates a whole other problem. But I would rather you create that problem. Like you said, if you had to text anybody, mm-hmm. go ahead. If you go ahead, because I know you did chest. it anyway. Because call mama, because I know you want to do that anyway. You probably call mama, um, Miss Palmer. I don't know if you saw Kiki. <laughs> and then you went far, sir. Like you tweeted, that man said a a mother, a wife. Who's wife? Who? Where? Where was the wife? Are they, did we weird. miss it? I know. I maybe we did. She ain't saying anything about it. But I said, I'm sorry. It was wild. Now the niggas was good. This is good. Niggas will go so far to prove their point. that okay so the first thing i want to say is we know like that's the thing i don't like there's that boondocks episode with usher and uh tom tom's wife his white wife was super into usher and usher uh, tom was in the episode in the episode singing in the street uh you got it bad or something like that and so it's like we get it like it's literally like from what i heard she got a baby by usher it's like it's the thing usher can take your bitch like we it's a thing Right. But I do want to, just because I feel like we would be doing our listeners a disservice if we only kept it surface and kept it at what Darius should have done. Has there ever been a time where you wanted to, or you felt a way about something your partner was doing in public without you there? Like, i.e. like what Jonah Hill did, po- trying to police what your girlfriend is wearing or how she dances out in public or anything like that, because it makes you feel a way. Have you ever been that person? Um no mm-hmm. but in the situation i'm not the darius i'm the kiki and being the kiki okay being the person probably doing the entertaining doing too much being who i am i'm a you know i'm a flocker or friendlier mm-hmm. is it ever inappropriate or whatever like or rooted in that intention absolutely not 
but mm-hmm. I tend to be with people and entertain people that are the opposite of me and probably would prefer that like, dang, you can't tone this shit down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I have had that expressed to me, not in the Darius way, like in the closed door way, like, yo, like mm-hmm. you got to do all that singing and all that <laughs> serenading. You know, you did the karaoke night. You had to walk up to that nigga and sing to him. Yes, because that's what the fuck I do. I'm a performer. When I was singing my usher, it, it it was stage presence for me to pull that man, that white man, out of his wheelchair and mm-hmm. slide him thin at that. You know, I'm doing things. And somebody might have something to say after. But hit oh, me after. Don't you ever go on Instagram and, like, it's, you're not doing that. Because now you're taking it to a whole nother level. And so, I guess what well, we're just talking about Kiki now, but we talk about the aftermath. Because now, you make it hard for recourse. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because now they done dug up your past. And he had, like, some some... Like, you know, some sketchy shit come up. And so now it's like, even if I wanted to forgive you, you've placed us under a microscope mm-hmm. to where now you're a womanizer mm-hmm. and you're this and you're this. So now if I take you back, they coming at my character mm-hmm. and you did that to us. Like you did that. Like you mm-hmm. made our business, everybody's business and everybody's, you know, <clears throat> job and input to give their two cents. So it's like, now it's like, what kind of mother am I to go back? To have my son, mm. you know, be under the guise yeah. of someone can, that can be so taught by that kind of person. Yeah. So now, now you that you've done that, and everybody got some shit with him. We all know that. So the issue is, you keep your shit well set. Yeah. You knew yeah. how Darius was before, but it's just like now we know you made yeah. that a problem. But it's also possible that he was not like that before because it was yeah. like that. I the pedestal. It's almost like what what's the dichotomy? It's the. uh Madonna whore that uh dichotomy that men really get cop uh like caught up in. And so it's the idea that before that was Kiki, his girlfriend, she could be silly. We know, you know, you get a feel for Kiki's personality, but once she becomes a mother, now she's oh, almost she in this Virgin Mary pedestal. Like she shouldn't be doing those types of things. And you know, it's almost like the men she got a say, different body. But it's also like the men that say, like, uh, you know, I keep all that freaky nasty shit. I don't do that with my wife. That's my wife. That's the mother that. of my kids, but uh, this prostitute I'm, I'm sleeping that. with, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nut in her hair, nut in her <laughs> mouth, and nut everywhere because that's an old dirty bitch. But my wife, I would never. mother of my kids. Listen here, and we can address that. And fellas, this will be a poll. We we can actually talk. So I'll cut here. This is going to be a real poll because I have heard that from like almost all of my male friends mm-hmm. that like. There's some shit I would like to get into, some shit I would try, but certainly not with my wife, mm-hmm. even if the wife is willing. Right. Like you on your Sukihana, eating his ass, eating a nigga's ass. It's women out here that are just like, yeah, absolutely not. But mm-hmm. for my husband, maybe, mm-hmm. because that's the long haul. And this nigga's like, oh no, I would definitely do it, but not with my wife. Right. And, and like, you can what? just see how that creates a paradigm where people are not getting married. Like the women can't wait to be married. So, so they, they can do can these unleash things. all that freaky shit. And the men are like, and I'm going to calm all that down once I get married. I ain't going to be And, it's, and like, it's so crazy because it's like, what sense does that make? Like there, there are women, I wouldn't, there are some, there are some shit that I would never do. Like I would never do. Like it ain't even on the radar, on the whatever until I am. Mm-hmm. And so for two, until I am married or, you know, long term, because it's like, all right, now you're in this bitch. Let's get mm-hmm. going. We're going to have to do all these things because we got forever to go. Just like everybody I know, I was saving my asshole for my husband when I thought I was going to marry a man. I'm like, ain't nobody going to stick no dick in my asshole, but my husband, I'm going to let him do it. 
And now I had to throw all that out the window. And then these niggas is like, oh, I don't want to do that with my wife. Are you sure? You sure? Then you start to look at your wife like lock me in and get boring as fuck. Right. Right. You'd be like, I don't want no slut ass wife. But, you know, it's like, anyway, it's very strange. Um, So, yeah, I've never never been in that situation. Yeah, now she said she just put in that bit that song. My son gave me an ass, and I'm like, and indeed he did. <laughs> so he might be new to that. Like, yo, I, when I was with you, it was Teeny Bopper Disney Channel, Chief Kiki, and that's gotcha. what I liked. And all of a sudden, you got this ass. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I don't know. People got to calm down. I never been in that. I never been in that position. Um, mostly because prior to my wife, most of the women that I've dated have been kind of like me, stem, like tomboy aesthetic. And so mm-hmm. it's like, I've never had to think like, girl, you shouldn't be twerking like that. Or you shouldn't be wearing that outfit. It's just like, okay, you know, whatever. I'm outside with it. Yeah. 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 What we got up next. I like oh, the way we are booming through these topics, honey. Let's get it. I'm booming. I'm booming. I'm like a metro, metro, metro booming. Because what, what you over know. there eating? The muddle know. cherries? Yeah, them just good. You know what um, I just had recently? A cherry what? plum. I bought a big old bag of them. I've been, we've been fucking them shits up. Cherry plum? Yeah, they like this small. Oh, Shout out to the noobs. Um, and <laughs> and they are so good. Wait, we talked about this. That's you almost... don't like you don't like plums, huh? Oh, love plums. What fruit you don't like? Maybe okay. Maybe 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 it's not you. Anyway, wrong bitch. <laughs> it felt like time to say it. wrong bitch i love a fucking plum so who else you've been podcasting with and that's the shit i'm talking about anyway moving on to the next topic because that's that shit that'll give me Sorry, that's that energy this is, this is random it has nothing to do with anything but i just want to put it in there uh did adam and eve have belly buttons so this thought is about as random as the thought I put on Instagram about do fish know that they are swimming or do yeah, they think I saw they're that. But they don't know. Yeah. No. And so I, I think the answer to your question would have to be a resounding no. Because belly buttons, as I understand it, correct, come from the umbilical cord. They do. And the That's Bible didn't there. say. The Bible didn't say that the uh, guy put a, a womb on the earth and the earth was tethered the what would the core be connected to then you see what i'm saying but 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 i feel like god may have given them a faux belly button because when like, they had uh, their children, almost like they got a bbl like a bbl belly button where it's all tight mm-hmm. and closed. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just give them one because they're gonna be the only people on earth looking weird because everybody okay. else after them is gonna have a belly button here we go here we go here is a key question that you have not thought about and i also want to say everyone Who's like, what the fuck happened? Did I miss something? Did they skip into another? Nope, you're here. We're here. But follow me. How long was it before the people started wearing clothes? Because, you know, immediately. When, hold, hold on. Pause it, pause it, pause it. Because we know when Eve ate that apple, that's when they start to know shame. And that's when they start to cover up. They tried to hide from God. And God said, Why are you hiding? I see all. Yeah. It's a word. But anyway. Um, so no, if they had clothes, if you say immediately who made the clothes, but if they had clothes, then no one else, why are they going around showing, showing their belly buttons? How would anybody else know? I don't know if you got an Audi or any, why? Because they ain't never seen your belly button. Oh, you wear bathing suits on the internet. But some people that you just meet, they can have an Audi, which I think is very strange, but you don't know that. 
So Adam and Eve wouldn't have been out. Adam is a hernia. It's always. Mm -hmm. Is is it that their parents didn't cut it in time, or like something happens when you cut it, or just whatever? But it's it's a belly button that didn't heal the way it was supposed to, or typically like it's a hernia, and Mm. it's okay. You can get it fixed. You can get a surgery. It's whatever. Would you be with somebody that had like an Audi Audi, like Like an Audi Audi, like a thick jig, like a ooh. I don't know because some like most like there's a lot of guys that have that cut even for a while I remember as a little kid and I don't know what ended up happening I guess it was just whatever I had like a mix like a little hybrid like it was like an Audi any like it wasn't deep in oh, you had an Audi no I never had an Audi but you could just see my belly button like it was in but like right now it's in like you can't <laughs> see it just so oh, it's my fucking in <laughs> but like you could see like you could look at me as a kid, and I think all kids are like that though. So maybe I don't know. Like you can see my belly button. Oh it yeah, like it, like a little poke out, like a little. Look, look, look. It didn't it didn't yeah. stick out though. You could just see the inner workings of my belly button through the like you know through the inside. Like right now it's a hole. You can't see nothing. Oh wait, wait. The inside was the it like you had a little bridge out, like a little poke out, like a like a like a hemorrhoid belly button. Not even a hemorrhoid because <laughs> that's still like an Audi, but almost just like right now there's a void. And before it was just like a, you can see the design of my belly button. Like hmm. you can just see. I don't know how to describe it, but I don't. But n- people that had that out, like, yeah, yeah, I don't think I like that because I'd be thinking, where were you born? Like, were you born yeah. like in a it at a house? I've and never seen. To... I ain't gonna hold you. I've never seen an adult with an Audi. Some like rappers, like at know. this big age, <laughs> if a nigga take his shirt off and he cock like that thick thumb, like. Audi, I would be like, oh shit, your mama didn't do nothing, nothing, nothing about that quarter. She didn't care. She didn't. She didn't, she didn't do it. The funniest scene That's in the Fockers is when the belly button and the cat is like playing with it. Like that shit is so hilarious to me. Yeah, I don't know. Like was I mean, it's not... the Fockers. What was? Would the... you break up with somebody if they had an Audi? Like a big Audi. Let me tell you something. I, also... I will say. Hold on. An <laughs> Audi on a guy is definitely passing further than an Audi on a Like, bitch, you got to get out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? So you go to give a man with an Audi head and, you know, like... Hit both uh, of them. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <hit> both. <laughs> ew. Ew. What? Ew. Sukihana's the worst. That's <laughs> nasty. That's that. Anyway, that shit was random, but... I definitely think they didn't end it. Like I told, like, if you believe all that, because, ew, stop. <laughs> because the Bible also did not mention dinosaurs and. Yes, they know. did. Where? Yes, they did. Where? They talked about great beasts that roamed the earth. They didn't call them that. They were, they were talking about woolly mammoths. They were talking you, about woolly you mammoths. You assume that. They didn't say that. And moose. Moose, woolly mammoths, and saber-toothed tigers. No, they're not. You thought they were talking about dinosaurs? How did you get moose? <laughs> Those are big creatures. I'm thinking about the shits that were like real From big. They're of the bigger creatures, but nah. Why am I talking insecure? Let me give you it. Go ahead. You about to tell me about Bible and the dinosaurs? Yeah. So what I'm supposed to go ahead with? I'm on the edge of my seat. I want to hear about this. I ain't hear nothing about no Bibles. And you hold because on. where? I, and let me tell you something. If I ain't read no books of the Bible, I done read Genesis and Revelations. I those two Revelations fucked me up. Genesis was like, huh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. See, they call it the behemoth. You know about that? A be yes, yeah. That's what they. Or was it? Is it behemoth? 
Go ahead. It don't matter. Irrevocable, no, irrevocable, irrevocable. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know, you say that shit. Irrevocable or irrevocable. So if you're talking about a trust and it's like, oh, it's a revoc- irrevocable trust or irrevocable. I say irrevocable. Something anyway. I've been watching on TV, they said the way you said it. So I think what I was saying is wrong. And I'll never say it again. Irre- irrevocable. It's just a little hood. <laughs> just keep going. With the I say irrevocable. Either way, uh, <laughs> the the behemoth or the behemoth. Behemoth. <laughs> Hey, no. it, tell somebody, hey, yo, tell somebody you a heathen without telling you a heathen. Behemoth is wild. Behemoth, it's behemoth. behemoth. I'm going to say behemoth, but you know what no, I mean? Don't ever just say, I let somebody be like, you could tell them bitches don't read the Bible because it's behemoth. No, 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 here we go. Because now, again, I am Dr. Michelle Taylor. Okay, there we go. It there is. we go. Come on, I love when you come in with the flex. We I just want to be very this. clear. I just want to be very clear. It's behemoth. So keep going. I'm going to go behemoth because how you know they behemoth? Anyway, they talk about it. It is a powerful grass-eating animal whose bones are tubes of bronze. His limbs like bars of iron. That's not a moose, bro. That's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Tyrannosaurus Rex eat meat. That shit said to eat grass. You think a guy was talking about brontosauruses? Do you know your? Do you know your? Who wrote, Revel- like, who wrote Genesis? Do you, you know, know your name? Name me. Five types of dinosaurs. Oh, easy. Easy. Oh, say less. You that girl? You that girl? Triceratops, brontosaurus, uh, a stegosaurus. Oh, I used to like that one. Uh, Tyrannosaurus rex, and then a, a velociraptor. Come on. You can it fast with it. Like, you was time. You want to time. <laughs> it's a competition. <laughs> now, could I name more than that? No. No? Mm-mm. I don't know no other one. Uh, what's the one, one that used to fly? Pterodactyl. That's it. I, I did. Oh, my God. I did a um, project. Project. <laughs> Baby, I can go on and on. You hear me? I go on and on. You know Brachiosaurus, huh? Brontosaurus. I'm nasty like that. I know every dinosaur. You hear I think me? I, I said Brontosaurus. Yeah, you did say Brontosaurus. I think. Go ahead. But yeah. well, Brachiosaurus is crazy. That's from that's from Jurassic Park. That little boy was obsessed with Brachiosaurus. All of them. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, all I know is that was. Nice. I can run them. I used to be. I feel like we got to talk about this next one and I'm, I'm skipping over affirmative action because I just, you know, and but I Boy, do want, we going to come back to it. I don't know. I, you know, we're trying to be mindful of the time. All right, let's get it. So, but I do want to talk to you though about, okay, this is supposed to be current issues, but this is not, it's kind of random. Like what? I just don't like what black people have done to certain foods. I, you know how hmm. you have on TikTok where, um, somebody's cooking something normally it's now a white person cooking something in the most terrible way that you can ever imagine uh i have learned that white people don't use mixing bowls they i, I have learned from tiktok that they just mix everything in the pan and mm. put that pan in the oven but anyway they do they do Ugh. yes and it's like what is wrong that's with you way. that's why you got a mixing bowl like them seasons ain't getting through and through they're not but man and then black people are now side by side like judging the white people doing it and i enjoy it right but what food that I thoroughly enjoy on the Thanksgivings, in the winter, and Christmas, like winter holidays, is mm-hmm. shrimp bean casserole. And look at your face. And I don't know what I tried not to. Pass what did what did shrimp bean casserole do to black people? Do black people not like casseroles? Is that what it is? Why? It's the right thing. Where did we get this from? White people make casseroles. That's just a thing. You telling me? Ain't so wait, no let me casserole. take it back. 
Black people make stream bean casserole too. I'm not saying that, but it's just like amongst the thing that's just like, what's your favorite black food for you to open your mouth and be like, string bean casserole. No, 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 wait. I know, wait. I'm just saying though. So I you say that. that. I know you did, but I'm just saying it would raise a flag to be like, oh, what she grew up at? Because you could easily just say string beans. Because there are two different ways to make string beans. You do know that. With the hand, with the meat in there and them onions. Yeah. I saw. I mean, I posted my video on it. I made them bussing. So to opt into, because you're going to have to opt into a string bean casserole. See, what's crazy is that when you make string bean casserole, you, you season up the string beans just like how you cooking them. And then you put them in the casserole. Mm-hmm. You see, you the, if French you follow, onions on top if you follow, look at your mouth. If you follow the recipe <laughs> on the on the French's onions, then you're not doing it right. But the idea is, I just want to know, and I feel like you're right because I also love a broccoli, a broccoli rice and cheese casserole. I've enjoyed a squash casserole, and look at your <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I let you have a broccoli rice and cheese with the Ritz crackers on there. I I let you have that, but uh. And then you put a little chicken, chicken broccoli rice and cheese casserole. That's good. Yeah, that's all now, right. Now uh, again, squash casserole, it ain't never gonna be right because squash, you know how soggy it get. But I yeah. had it before, and mm-hmm. so I just, where you had that at? I have never. When you was out there, uh, George. No, no, I just want to be very clear. I have only mm-hmm. been in two white people's house in my whole life, so I ain't never ate no meal in the white person's house. I'm going to be very clear with that. Okay. So this is all black shit. The way you just had that sigh of relief. But when did we come up with this rule? Okay, anyway, casseroles are for white people. I'm leaving that alone. But things that we've done too much with, potato salad, y'all made that way too complicated. And I don't like how the conversation with mac and cheese has devolved. It's wet. Y'all, it's not that hard. And now we've gotten into, do you like it loose? Do you like it thick? Do you bake it? Do you put egg? Do you not put egg? And it's just certain shit that y'all, that black people have overly politicized. See how you judge me because I eat stream bean casserole? Let and me I tell you know, something, but let me, let me debunk that. Let me debunk that mac and cheese theory right now. Cause I, I, I know you. And let me give you an example of why so, <laughs> why so, oh no. Um, my uncle's wife can't cook for mm-hmm. shit. Everybody in the family knows that she often does try to cook and people be like, no, it's okay. Mm. But the family reunion that we have coming up, uh, we were talking about possible catering options and who's going to do what and how are we going to do the food? She had made mention in the group chat, I'll just go ahead and make all the mac and cheese. How hard can it be? It's just macaroni and cheese. Okay. So now look at you though. But wait, but let you tell it. It ain't that complicated. Black people overcomplicate stuff. We nice, but no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it back because she's saying how hard could it be? As though, like, you should only be doing that if you're the designated mac and cheese maker. But still, how, how, let how you hard tell it. it you be? don't like how black people have be. What you, what they've done is went ahead and put a staple that there is a thing. Like there is a science to making mac and cheese. Whether mm. you want to say that there's, a, it's not a thousand ingredients. It's not, but there's still a method to that madness. Yeah, and to, that's what anything there's a method to ribs i'm talking about but we've taken it too far but it's not you we get those things there you don't space. even like mac and cheese you don't even like mac and cheese i'm not even sure if you're the person i should be talking Shit to about me this. and that's how you know i don't care for it but mm-hmm. i can make it with yes. the best of them because i respect it i see where you, you are i see where it. you are and i you're on the side of doing too much imagine imagine just somebody but but just imagine somebody being like i'll bring the reels you going you going to pause and be like ah i just 
real quick qualifications. Do you know you got to rip that membrane out? Do you know or you don't know? Because I don't know if I want to be chewing ribs for that. The discourse that we have around ribs, we do not have around mac and cheese. What are you saying? Which one is, what are you implying? The, mac, the way that we talk, the way that we talk about mac and cheese is not how we talk about ribs. It ain't even how we talk about frying chicken. It ain't how it we is. talk about, no, it ain't. No, it ain't. I'll say, I'll say it is more complicated, but ribs have their thing. The grill itself, yes, that area. But we do not enter thing. into a debate every year around how to cook ribs every this year without fail. This Even right true. now, you giving me a story because your aunt said, we're going to make the mac and cheese. But I'm going like, to make it. I'm so sick of that. We're not paying all this money for no caterer. I'll make the mac and cheese. How hard could it be? That's what she said. That's what her sentence was. And we said, because you said that shit, we would like, we, they removed her from the group chat. But go ahead. I'm moving on. Let's okay. get back into these current issues. Give me something else. I just brought that one in. I can't. All I know is don't let Shell gas your ass up. If you know you ain't qualified, sit your ass down. If you don't know how to cook, don't volunteer to cook nothing for hundreds of people. That's that's true. that's my point. Okay. She's not, she's not obviously how hard could it be? You don't experiment with nothing. When you got hundreds of people coming in town to celebrate the family. Well, that comes from that she now she don't think she experiments. She got a husband that makes that gas, put a battery in her back for their home meals. And she feels like, y'all, my food is just fine. And it's like, uh-oh. And even he know, you. like, I, I, babe, I be saying that, but you maybe. see, that's like the people that sound real good in your church on Sunday. And then they go to American Idol and you're like, oh, she must be having a bad day. It's the mm-hmm. environment. You ain't got mm-hmm. no other choice in that household. Yeah, that's the woman that's feeding you and your family. You gotta like it, but you yeah. take that. You don't put her in no mac and cheese competition. You don't. You, see what I'm you saying? don't put her ass out there. You don't let her sign herself up, baby. Maybe you sit this one out. Yeah. Either way, we can keep it moving. Traveling while black. Yeah. So I don't know if you heard, um, young sis Tierra Young Allen. She ain't my cousin, no relation. Um, then got caught over there in Dubai. She's been locked up over there for two months. No, what happened? I really don't know. So what's going on? Oh, okay. So she is a truck driver, social media influencer. She's one of those people. But she was just on vacation in uh, UAE. Is that what it's called? UEA? UAE? UAE. Dubai. And this is what happened. So she got a rental car and... um, Girl, no. So she got a rental car, her and her friend, and something happened with the car. So she called back to the rental car company and was talking to them about the issues with the car and she, they got rude with her and she got rude back. And so she yelled. Women yelling in Dubai is illegal. She has now been locked up over there for two months and may have to actually do prison time. Um, and so then it makes me, everybody's bringing up the conversation like, no, that's just crazy. If men can yell, women can yell. But it's like, that's the law. Like the, you're, yeah. you're thinking of yourself, as, you're thinking of it as a democracy. Everyone knows that it's very clearly a theocracy over there, which is guided by their theology, which is women belong in a certain place. This is where men belong. Do I think is morally right? No, but morals are subjective, right? I didn't grow up in their environment. And so if I take my black ass over and I'm traveling, just like Brittany Griner and and over there in Russia with the weed, it's like, you, you know, whether it's CBD, THC, cartridges, straight flour, those are the laws of those lands. And America has a very bad habit of putting our values on the world. That's why the world don't really fuck with us like that. Because like y'all think y'all have the moral high ground to everything. Now, again, am I a feminist? Yes. Do I think this is outrageous? Absolutely. But who am I to say that you're wrong unless I'm standing on the ground of 
feminism, no matter what, around the world. But it's like, I wouldn't travel. I wouldn't volunteer to go over to that place and then debate and argue their laws. Now, I want to be very clear. I hope that sis can come home. I do not want another Britney Griner situation. And this girl ain't Britney Griner. And so the little attention that Britney Griner got, this girl ain't getting that much attention. And do I think she should be released to come home? Absolutely. I hope she can pay a small fine and we can get sis back because I don't want any woman in any prison in the Middle East, period. Gotcha. But at the same time, it made me beg, it makes me think of a question. You travel a lot. Have you ever, would you ever travel to a place where some of their laws and guidances like that are so um, oppressive to you? Uh, and then how do you, if you've done it, you just conform, you just do whatever, or would you not, would you not go back? What'd you think? A um, couple of things. Um, not only have I, do I travel, I've lived abroad and the UAE being one of them. Um, back when it wasn't so free and open to everybody, I lived in Dubai in 2012. Mm -hmm. And so this is before it was, you know, every all the Black people were coming and blah, 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 blah. Like this was years and years ago before it was trendy. So um, it is important to know whether, whether so I'll say this, whether you plan to adapt or whatever, it's important to at least know those countries' yeah, customs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what's happening is, it's and I'll even give you, to not. it's, it's really reckless, reckless to yeah. not. And people travel without that understanding. Like quite literally, people have been brainwashing America does it to thinking that America is the universal language or the universal way and that it extends everywhere else. And it is quite literally right. the opposite. And so the answer to that is, so some of it is uh, no. There, everywhere I go, I will like know and research that company. I mean that company, that country's customs mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. ways and laws. And if it's too far out, like too far far fetched, like no, yeah, I'm not going. You know what I mean? Like if 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 there's if there's a country that says women here shall not will not ever wear pants and shorts or whatever, I I probably wouldn't go there. You know, like unless I'm going for a specific or whatever reason, and I will know that I'm definitely, I'm damn sure not going there. Like I'm wearing my pants when I get no, to that motherfucker. No, I'm not doing that. But there are people that are like that. Right. For instance, while I lived in, uh, visited India, um, um, excuse me, lived in Dubai, and there were uh, like an an Indian installment there where we worked, and there were Americans there. Like y'all need to speak English. You and see? it was like, no, motherfucker, they don't, actually. Yeah. The fact that you are here and you don't read or speak Arabic is wild. Is wild. Is wild. But that's like, what Americans I would be, do. I was so, so appreciative when they would be like, we'll say it to you in English. I was like, right. thank you, because I know right. you don't have to. You don't have I am, to. I am the one. I'm the fish out of water here. Mm -hmm. But literally, white men will be over there. I don't, don't, don't talk that Arabic shit, that bullshit to me. You better talk English. And it's just like, how dare you be here? What is wrong? Like, that's crazy. But, but yeah, so nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, you got to know where you are. Um, taking weed to Bali is a big no-no. Mm -hmm. So trying to do it anyway would be like, they, like, they don't really fuck around about it. They tell you in every which way, if you're going to do it, cool, but do it at the risk of knowing that if you get caught, it's not the same. Don't beg right. for it to be the same. Don't ask for it to be the same. Don't be surprised when it ain't. 
If they catch right. your ass, don't get caught. Don't don't with the man. I ain't had, but literally this much. I didn't have. They don't want the shit matter. there. And they make it's on everything, every travel advisory, every banner. And I feel like I, I love this new age we're in of black travel because it is new. Mm-hmm. Um, black we ain't people, always been here. We ain't always been here. Black people have not been traveling for a long time, and you rarely see black faces. To so to to see black people going abroad and having their passports to go to places that are not Miami, because I've seen a lot of Instagram pictures of your passport spread out with your boarding pass to Miami. And it's just like, baby, you didn't need Why that. are you doing that? Why your real ID would have been enough. It, it would have sufficed. I would love, um, you know, I love our black travel era, but I really do want people to just be informed because like you said, I, I want her home. I want her to come home, but you got to know that. And that is one thing they do not play about. They had mm-hmm. an issue with me having my hair out. It wasn't illegal. Really? You had to like cover? It. You had no, to cover? Okay. They just didn't like it. Um, and I didn't cover it or whatever, but, um, uh, because they were like, you know, it was like a, they knew that we were there. Like this was during the war in Iraq. And so they were like, you know, there will be Americans here. These mm-hmm. are their customs or whatever. Um, but I would have, I would have, it just to. wasn't always, if I had to, and they were yeah. like, yeah, you're going to have to cover your hair for the rest of your time. I would have done it. Period. You're over there. No, yeah. I'm over there. There was, there right. would have been no pushback. No, my locks are locks of love as a <laughs> black woman. I would have, nah. Give yeah. me what the fuck I need, and it's giving. Thank you for your time, bitch. right? Thank you for your time, yeah. and you know, because that's like me and my wife want to travel, and but we have to be mindful. Like we can't be gay everywhere. Like yeah, it's you like cannot. A, it's, you, you cannot, cannot, baby. It's giving home, fucking girl. Right. You hear me? It, listen, and so it's like you know, or even beyond just trap, like uh, visiting. Like we, as things progress in this country, we're seriously talking about leaving. But Same. we have to be intentional. Like, I would love to return home. Like, now King is doing a return home um, movement, I think. Oh, like Ghana. Ghana. Yeah, Ghana did it. You know, historically, we know we, you know, has yeah, an open thing. But it's like, damn. Like, I, it's like we were literally looking at, like, real estate and how do the leases work over there? You do a 100-year lease and all this other stuff. We talked to you about it. And then it was you like, better damn. not be gay over there, bitch. Right. Can't be, like, so what now- Are you be- gay? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? Ah, and I've seen like the documentaries of people that are gay living in like Nigeria and all this other, and it's like, yo, this is wild. And so, you know, it factors in, but I do hope, I do hope that um Sister Allen can come on back. Um saying, please, please, please keep her in your prayers. But I think everything sis. you said is so important, like just being mindful. Let's cut, let's we get into to. one more thing. One more thing, what you got, and then we'll get ready to close out. Um you said we skipping over affirmative action. And I mean, we don't have to. We can talk about it. Whichever one you want. Affirmative action. That was a big one. Let's get it. Okay. And I know you want to go off on you. Get off on you. No, 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 no. I, that's why I'm like, I could take it or leave it because I'm not giving like my professional opinion. But I mean, you obviously, should, uh, Give it to me. if I was prepared, it I'm not going to speak to anything inarticulately. Or inarticulately. So you're not yeah. going to do that. We should have started with that. But the main thing that I think about is like, this has been a long time coming. Yeah. I resent the uh, the performative outrage because if you have been paying attention and you were following the case and you've been listening to the hearings, then you knew it was skewing in this direction. Yep. And But I think I was listening to Holding Court with Ebony K. Williams and I think the way that she sums it up, so I would definitely defer anyone who wants more hardcore information about it to go check out 
uh, that podcast is holding court with Ebony K. Williams, but she gave one perspective that I just hadn't considered. So one of the things when they overturned and overruled, you know, this uh, considering race as a factor in college admissions, Chief Rob, uh, Chief Roberts put in his dissent like a caveat for socioeconomic status. So it's like, okay, you can talk about race and if the admissions counselors can surmise that race was a part of your experience. So we're not making a sole factor based on your race, but your lived experience is influenced by your race. And so maybe we'll add some concessions for that. Number one, that is dumb because that is the, everybody's lived experience is yep. influenced by their race, influenced yep. by their gender. That's why we call it identity, but these people are against identity politics in a different way. But anyway, Ebony K. Williams brought up the point that by adding that caveat for social class, they're showing their true hand. Mm -hmm. And their true hand is not to keep just any Black people out of these universities, these prestigious universities. It's to keep Black people that are a part of this burgeoning and quickly, very rapidly growing upper middle class of Blacks that are like Black millennials that are getting into the upper middle class and upper class registers of socioeconomic status in this country who had college, had a college experience, they might have gotten in due in some part to some factors of affirmative action, but now their kids are preparing to go to college and we have to stop this new class of black people from emerging. So yes, if you're poor, sure you can get into these schools, but second generation college students that are black no, no, that won't be a factor. Your test score should be better. Da -da 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 -da. And so it's like I'm thinking about like um like TI's kids. Yep. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like, or like any celebrity, or even some of my friends who make upward of 200 and something thousand a year, they're talking about your kids and keeping yep. your kids out of school. Because even when I was going to college, I'm not first generation. My mom has a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. Right. So thinking about this, my mom got her master's in 1972. The statistics for black women that had a master's at that time, very, very low. Very low. So when shout it out came to, your to, mom. to yeah, oh, shout yeah, out yep. to her. So when it comes down for me to go to college, because there's still systemic oppression that happens, socioeconomic status, the drug, the war on crack and crack epidemic, and living on the west side of Atlanta, there's still things that though my mom had a master's degree, I still did not have access to. But when I'm trying to go to college, it's like, yeah, you don't need that much money. Your mom has a master's. You're not first generation. You don't get that money. And now take social class out of it. They're saying that your kids should just be able to get into these schools of their own merit as if they haven't faced yep. oppression, you know, because of their race. And li literally listening to the Supreme Court hearing on this, you have like Clarence Thomas asking questions like, what is diversity? And I mean, when parents oh send their kids, when they, when parents send their kids to college, they're not sitting there like, what are the benefits to this quote, alleged diversity? And so you got someone defending what seems so obvious. And then they're like, you know, an enhanced collegiate experience socially, and then also better academic performance, and then also better global citizens in this workforce, right? Also more compassion. Also, right. again, all of these things. And Clarence Summers is like, well, parents are sending their kids to go to school to get an education, not for all that other stuff. If that was the case, Clarence Thomas, <clears throat> then why, why do college campuses still exist? Yeah. Because there's a social 
emotional and cultural experiences happening on the campuses. Otherwise, they could just read a book. They wouldn't yep. even need to go to college. I say you wouldn't need you to go. Can, you can continue learning independently. You don't need school to do that. And so anyway, the fact that it's really targeting the fastest growing 8% in this country right now in terms of socioeconomic migration is Black millennials from the middle class, lower middle class, up into the upper class, upper middle class. And they're trying to preempt that. And I was like, I had not even thought about that. And it's very clear because again, in their dissents, in the little papers that they write to say, this is why I said it. And this is some further considerations. They all, most of them who disagree with affirmative action as a point of conversation, all left socioeconomic status in there. They're like, well, we must consider finances and so and environment. So yeah. And I thought, wow, that is really crazy. So then they'll show the hand every time though. Oh, every time. It, especially if you pay attention. If you let them. I'm about to say if you let them. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you've been like uh an affirmative action hire? Not college, because we both went to HBCUs and whatever, but there have definitely been jobs that I've had where I'm like, I think they needed one more black person. Yeah. Yeah. And in those moments, though, it's the same thing with the college argument. In those moments, I knew that, yes, they needed a Black person, but I'm a qualified Black person. It's not oh. like they said, let's just take somebody who whatever. No, no, no. I have the academic achievement to be here. I have the work experience to be here. And it just so happens that there aren't enough people in this organization that look like me. So do I check those boxes at the end? Are you Black? Yep. yep. Are you disabled? No. And then the ones that now say, are you a woman? Yep. Are you a part of the LGBT community? Yep. Right. It's like, yeah, I'm checking all these boxes. I don't care if I'm an affirmative action hire or not, because I still got to be qualified to do that fucking job. I still got to keep my job. Two things. Um, I remember um, Donald Glover saying that, and this, you know, can go either way for he got hired uh, to do, I, I want to say it was SNL or a movie or whatever. And Tina Fey came up to him. You know, he was excited to work. And so she was like, oh yeah, you're a diversity hire. Told him mm. that. And so, you know, he felt how he felt about it. Ended up obviously killing and doing a great job. But, you know, she made it be known like, yeah, like mm. you are a diversity hire. And I can't pretend like, though I've been extremely qualified, that I didn't lean into it. Like, mm -hmm. I know not only am I qualified, but I want this job and you need me because I saw your panel here. Yeah. You need you need a black face here. Yep. So I'm going to utilize that. So now they've gotten to the point where, like, we stop that. We don't mm -hmm. care. We don't care that when we post our, uh, uh, you know, the company pick that none of you are there. Or there's no representation. We don't mm -hmm. care anymore. Right. And that's pretty much the, the the showing of the hand. And it's just like. It's really it's really wild. And it, I agree with you. It is definitely an attack on, okay, what's the next move? Um, what do you think though? And I'm curious, and I have, I don't even know if I can say what, what my resolve is because it's plain sight now. Like, I feel like there was a time where it was like this underhanded dog whistling racism in America. And it's just simply not that anymore. It is simply, hello, publicly, we would like to announce that we don't want no niggas here. Mm -hmm. So what do you think? has to happen uh we leave and i don't mean that it, i mean it's like the label that i want to put on myself is so uh like radical 
but it's like, I'm not quite there, but I'm very close to, so Derek Bell, who's one of the founders, uh, well, the creator of critical, critical race theory, mm-hmm. um, had like in one of his books that I read and I really got attached to Derek Bell, but he talked about racism and its permanence, right? Like that is not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. That is always going to be like this because it mm-hmm. is built into the system that mm-hmm. we have around our laws, around the housing, around everything you can imagine. Um, and it's not going to change because right. in order for it to change, the people in power have to willingly relinquish it, relinquish it. either by fight or they just say, oh, you know what? I'm tired of being, you know, the one leading everything. I admit it. You're right. I am advantaged by this thing called race. And so- I'm going to set it aside, right? Everyone would have to commit to doing that and that's just not going to happen. So it's like Derek Bell articulated like racism is permanent, right? And so it's not going to change. And with that in mind, there's a step over from that, which is like black pessimism, which is like, yes, it is never going to change. It is intentional. And for that reason, we should not even try. Stop trying to fit into their systems, Stop trying to get them to buy in and see your worth. Stop trying to assimilate into what they think is right and just break off and do your own thing, right? That's Marcus Garvey. Uh, Dr. Umar is saying that in some ways. And so it's like, I don't think that it will change. And not just it won't change in our time. I don't think it's going to change at all, right? I used yeah, to be can't. like, right, because it was like, it would involve, like, it's like when, when all of this, um, uh, defund the police and stuff was happening i'm thinking <laughs> i'm gonna say something and this is so funny because what i was follow me here when the defund police stuff was coming on i'm thinking no abolish the police right because it's too broken that system is too broken um for us to try to reform it's rooted it. right it's like you would be mm-hmm. wanting to you would have to get rid of it as it is and revamp it Right. So it's like when you think about Trump saying stuff like make America great again. Right. It's like, so let's stop all this change they're trying to do and go back to who we are and yeah. who we say we are. Right. And it's like, it wasn't ever meant to include us. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, so I think the only, the only way to resolve this would be to, to leave. I, I, yeah, just I agree. Leave. One of two to leave or to, again, I am, I am of those, uh, of the thought that like, asking your oppressors to change their laws for you is, is really wild. So, and big change, even, even as it pertains uh, to the history of this country, anything obtained has been by force Mm -hmm. period. Like that's how we got here by force. We too busy on social media, watching people put kernels of popcorn. Come on. You know what I mean? Like we're so distracted. The fact that right now we don't have that, like I'm, I worry about us, and I don't, and I don't know. This next generation, yeah, the the Gen Zers are are um, such a fickle group that I'm just like, you know, we don't have that Black Panther energy. Like, had that grown to be the beast it should have been, like it should quite literally be a situation of uh the the plan or calculation to take the country back by force and when i say back like obviously not that we've ever had it but like y'all brought us here like that there's a consequence to that there's this bubbling consequence that they actually probably are prepared for when i say they i mean white america 
are probably just wait, just waiting. And I feel like it's so funny. And we talked about this before in the podcast of how like, man, everybody feels like I was a slave or back in the slavery days, they should have just all, and it's like, it's and the somebody's same. Somebody's going to be watching us. Same Somebody's going to be watching us. Somebody's the same thing. A, in a, the group of infants right now, whatever that generation, you know, is and yep. is to come, it's going to be like, why in the hell Did if y'all guns were allowed, if there was such a gun issue and they wouldn't, they just were so hell bound on not abolishing guns. How come all the black people didn't use that to their advantage? And it's going to be a mystery of how we sat around and let these laws envelop around us. Right. And so there's one of the two things. It's going to be that or leave. Then leave. <laughs> then leave. <laughs> but yeah. But so the thing that like, this is the other part, because sometimes some of these enthusiastic leaders politicians of color will really have me thinking and they're not wrong and this this dr king mindset of no america you wrote us a check and in that promissory note you entitled us to you know life liberty the pursuit of happiness it's a bad check baby but that's what i'm saying so it's like i understand the people that are like so make fucking good on it and to your point it's like so what are you going to do to make them be good on that period? Because you keep asking know, them. What we know is Sister Audre Lord gave it to us a long time ago. The master's tools will never dismantle the master's house. In a lot of ways, I do not like or respect the education system. So I have enveloped myself. I have adopted the master's tools. And one of the things I asked myself in my dissertation is, what if I'm entering the master's house with the intent of tearing this shit up, but I become a cog in the master's wheel right like now i'm another person who's like like my niece tells me that the guy she's talking to maybe he he not going to college and i'm like not going to college Mm. right now i'm becoming a tool for the oppressor when i have that kind of mindset when i look down on other black people when i'm like why would i do that i have so much student loan debt i should have gone to a trade school i should have picked up a skill because I would be able to be more financially liberated if I didn't do that. But at this point, did I indoctrinate myself with the master's ways and see that as like a tool to help liberate black people? Or am I, am I an oppressor now? And you know what? And I think it's really like a little that? bit of both. Time. Yeah. Time does that. Yep. Because the time it takes and the the calculation it takes to enter into the proverbial master's house you spend too much time in it you know what i mean like literally if you sit in shit too long it stops thinking mm-hmm. and so um that's just kind of where we all are and, and I, I saw you mention something too like it's how we all get stuck with your um you know work your work voice. voice you know what i mean yeah. your work voice or yeah. your work mentality i can i can i can Definitely attest to the fact that there are spaces where I found it difficult, you know, to be like, just go in there and just be yourself. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, like I'm having <laughs> a hard time because like, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. I spend way too much time. I spend eight hours a day being the exact opposite of that. Right. So when it's time for me to take four hours to go here and just go in there and show them what you got in this audition, it's just like, hell huh. How are you guys? <laughs> because I it's what am, you're doing so much. Again, it's what I'm exactly, doing so much is repetition exactly. and it's hard to break that. Or or when I do, when I am cognizant, I'm like, all right, go in here and be yourself and like speak like this because this is how you talk. Mm-hmm. It's just like, is that okay though? Like, right. what is if I go gonna... in here sounding like myself? Is that going to like make me look bad? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
even though I'm very articulate, very intellectual. It's just like, but if I do it in my own voice, right. I think it's going to take me. You know what I mean? But, and so, yeah, I think that's a, the only way, even with that, the only way to uh, avoid that is to have some way out. You got to have some way out that's keep that's keeping you alive. But um, yeah, so then, you know, that's, that's my thing. That's what I wanted to talk about with the uh, affirmative action and things like that. Uh, Anything else on your heart, mind, and spirit before we wrap this thing on up? I think that's it. And then we can't save for another day, another dollar. We appreciate y'all. Because we in this thing. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, however you do it. But on Apple, it's a little easier. We watch and we respond to your comments on YouTube. Thank y'all for fucking with us. I am Fire Angelou. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Fire, F-I-Y-A-A-N-G-E-L-O-U. On Instagram and Twitter, where can they find you, Big Dog? Everywhere that you do your finding. You can find me on TikTok, find me on Instagram at michidavis.com. I say dot com every time, almost every time. <laughs> <laughs> just at Michidavis. Like, First of all, I do have the website though, but find me at michidavis, M E T C H I E Davis, the way the master spell it. And uh, I know, I'm telling you, it run deep. Um, yeah, email us. At what's the email? Facts, facts and feelings pod. Facts. No, 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 no. Facts.feelings.pod at gmail.com. Facts.feelings.pod at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts. Send us your feelings. If you got something you want to say, if you want us to run it back our next episode, please do stay tuned. We'll be going live for a little bit. Some of these episodes, once we get to shooting. And look for the real. Look for the real so you can see the uh, AI pictures. (laughs) Um, And then send us, send us like, or like post your AI pictures and tag us, especially if they don't look like If you did it, or you posted your little ugly churn, or your little (laughs) children that don't look nothing like you, and it look like you had them with a Cuban, go ahead, tag us. We want to see. Do make everybody your color. It make, everybody, it it give you that nose, Brit, and it make you light adjacent. What you trying to say? I'm not uh <laughs> we appreciate y'all for fucking with us we'll catch y'all next episode i love I you we love you and we out